podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Sam Keir, host of Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. For the past 12 months, I've been talking to T20 star David Visa, getting his take from behind the scenes at the IPL, the 100 and the rest of the world's biggest leagues. That's the Donnelly View system, DLS. There's no <laughs> ways in my mind that was up. These guys don't know how to win at this stage. He had his driver pick him up in his Bentley. People start chanting your name. You kind of have to pinch yourself. Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts. Sport Social. Summer's coming, Washington, D.C., and so are pesky mosquitoes. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your backyard fun. Call your local True Green experts for True Green Mosquito Defense. This science-based treatment will help control mosquitoes in your yard within 24 hours and keep your family and pets comfortable all season long. Save 50% on your first mosquito service by visiting TrueGreen.com summer or call 877-629-0092. Say goodbye to mosquitoes and hello to the perfect outdoor space for summer. Call True Green today. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. Hello and welcome to your Fat Back Four Daily for Tuesday night. It's the night before the Merseyside Derby, so myself and Carol Kopak have come along to have a look at this game. I'm going to say in-depth, but it usually ends up being random questions about crisps. So, look, let's see how we get on. Here we go. And here we go with the Fatback Four Daily. Carl, the Merseyside Derby tomorrow. And what way do you approach these games, Carl? Because I'm always interested to see how people... Do you love them? Do you hate them? Or is it just a bit indifferent because Everton aren't really, really that good? Uh, it, it's a bit different these days because there's a 20-year legacy to protect. So if it wasn't that, then I'd be all for it. Let's do them 6-0 um, with, with no fear, really. But because we've got that record at Anfield, you know, September 99 is the last time the Beast at Anfield, mm-hmm. then there's a little bit more attention into it, I think. And even then, it, this is the age, of course, where a draw is a defeat yes. as well. And I, I don't want them taking points off us. So I'll be nervous going up there until the first whistle's blown, and then I'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be okay after I think, that. Yeah. I, I, I'm a bit like that. You know, it's... I get, I don't know what it is, no matter how bad everything are, I go into this game just going, just feeling like they're doing, they're doing yeah, at that's, Anfield, that's the and, and like you were saying, this 20 year legacy, and like 20 years to not win an, an away game against our fiercest rivals is just ridiculous yeah. to be perfectly honest, and I go into these, whether we're top of the league, or you know, fourth or fifth chasing Champions League, and they're 7th, 8th, or, or 17th, 18th, I always go in with their doing, but Looking ahead to tomorrow, you know, we're top of the league, we're eight points clear, all things being equal. Uh, you know, City are training up as I speak, so they're going to come. 4-1. 4-1, is it? 4-1 it is. Yeah. Um, so they're 4-1 up. Well, 
they'll go to within eight points of us as well. We'll have a game in hand. Leicester are there, thereabouts. They play Wofford, I think, tomorrow night. Yeah, so go, so go, going into this one, it's a massive game for us. It's a massive game for them for a couple of reasons. Marco Silva, uh, I, I can't believe he's lasted till this game, to be honest, but we'll get into that in a minute. You know, the, the, the position in the league with regards to not being very good and having a fixture list that looks horrendous between now and Christmas and also the chance to, Get something at Anfield and, and, you know, lay claim to we, we, we don't have a bit to stop Liverpool winning a title. I suppose, let, let me start on Marco Silva. Are you surprised that he's got this far? I think, I think he would have gone had this next, this game be played next month. Okay. I think he's only got really, really bad, um, over the last couple of weeks and they don't want to sack a manager before they play us. So they don't want to go into, as, um, um, as they say in the Sopranos, we don't go in, we, they, they, they don't want to go into the unknown not knowing. So, you know, if, if they have, if it takes three weeks to get their new manager and they go into the derby without the manager or, you know, Seamus Coleman running the first team or something like that, then <clears throat> the derby's not going to help them at all. They did that with David Unsworth, didn't work. Um, I, don't, I thought they would have got Moyes in by now, to be honest. Um, or even funnier, Mark Hughes. But, um, I don't know. It's just, I, I think if they, if they play this in January, then they'd have a bit more time. And I think they would think, right, okay, seven weeks to the derby, something like that. Let's, let's change the manager now. And you know, they, then they can get a run at it, really. Yeah. Rather than, we don't want to play the red track in four days with no manager. Yeah. And a, and a defeat when, a defeat when no manager looks worse than a defeat with, you know. Because, because they haven't put a contingency plan in. Yeah. Cause they, they've hit the panic button and the panic button's done nothing for them. Yeah, the, pan- exactly, the yeah. panic button starts to look really stupid. We'd rather have no one, and we still lost to them. You know, so, so there's going to be that fit, that sensation about it, really. Yeah, it's, I mean, so today that the answer to the freeze on season ticket prices for this year as well. And a Richardson New Deal. I don't think that's going to swing it, lads. To be honest, yeah, I don't think they're going to be overly pleased with that. Well, it, it is, it is, um, it is strange <clears throat> timing because I've seen Everton fans saying you've gone a bit early on this. You should have done it at half time tomorrow night. You know, with regards to Richarlison, like the season ticket stuff, if you lose tomorrow night, announce it Thursday morning, it does a yeah. soften the blow, you know. Chris Brad- I, love, I love the fact that they, the day after Istanbul, they announced the signing of Simon Davis from Fulham. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, I'll be honest, lads, that's not going to get the back page of the Echo. I have to be honest, in the aftermath of Istanbul, I did miss Everton's um, big announcement. <laughs> I can't to be honest with you. It was probably because I was drunk for about four days afterwards. Uh, I've, got, I've, got, I've got this notion of internally of the Derby, so they go, Wait, when, did, when did they get Simon Davis? Yeah, and then you I look back, recall. and it was the 26th of May. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where were you when Simon Davis scored for, uh, or, or signed for Everton? <laughs> yeah. I was in a gutter hang- somewhere, to be honest. I was hanging onto a lamppost somewhere <laughs> yeah. in the yeah. middle of a forest <laughs> uh, Chris Brack reckons 3-1 tomorrow Origi with the last goal North Red says uh, they will do their usual they will kick all around them um, Traz says, says good evening to myself and Carl Yussi asks so was it Adrian and goal in the end LFC TV said the ban would only be after 7 days untrue question mark no he's Adrian definitely starts tomorrow can we clear this up 
Alison yeah, Becker is, is banned for this game tomorrow. The seven-day rule that used to be in English football, I don't think exists anymore. No, no, it doesn't. So No, no, it's, it's Adrian playing tomorrow. Yeah. No, I thought it was... Like, don't get me wrong. After the game against Brighton at the weekend, I'd done a show about 40 minutes after the full-time whistle. And I was kind of going, is he getting two games? Is he get? Is he? Is a bomb at this? Because, you know, straight after games, your adrenaline's gone. And research is not my biggest thing. I just like to speak about football. I don't research. I'll go the odd time and do it. But it is usually into you know um how you get figs and fig rolls and stuff like that it's not it's not football related but uh, you know adrian starts there tomorrow so i think that's that's an absolute um that's an yeah. absolute certainty um Thursday morning silver will be gone says kevin sullivan chris brack says stadium update for the air will be announced tomorrow to offset the derby defeat <laughs> exactly uh, exactly McCart- that's what's going to yeah me- uh, they're just going to announce that they've walked out a way to get the water out of the mersey so they can put the stadium in <laughs> Um, Megan McCallion says good evening Gav will be a tough one tomorrow but I expect the Reds to keep marching on uh, 2-0 to the Reds Mane and Origi with the goals Origi's getting a couple of mentions there so look how do we approach this one Carl you know we have to make a change in goal that's that's absolutely yeah. nailed on um, Matip is still out so Lovren will, will continue to deputise yeah. there Fabinho obviously is out until the new year so I suppose the big talk will be the big talk for me I suppose is what way does he look at midfield and I heard a stat today that Liverpool have never played this front, their own front three against Everton. I don't know how true that is. Yeah, I suppose they haven't, no, because obviously, um, no, I don't think they have, no, I can't, I'm thinking back. I heard it on Across the Park podcast, which is a podcast that people don't know. Um, it's three Liverpool lads and three Everton lads. They do a show every week and it's brilliant. It's really good. It's, it's really, really good, really yeah. good because they, they, they have little digs at each other, but they actually they're really honest about each other's side yeah. and their own side. It's a, if you don't listen, go to Across the Park podcast and listen to it. They're available everywhere. But I, I, they were made a suggestion it was at Anfield. But when I think back, even to last year, you know we are going for the European Cup, and I think we did put in a, a bit of a strange side at Goodison. Even I think Mane and Salas. We definitely, don't we think definitely Firmino starts. Solanke started at Goodison two years ago mm. with Danny Ings. Yeah, and the, the, there wasn't much running going on up front. No, I can remember. No, that was the back end uh, of seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we had city midweek. We had city midweek, so uh, yeah, that was just a day out of just looking around the ground and trying to avoid the pitch because it was an awful game. Yeah, um, I trying to remember what we did last year. So it was after PSG. Yeah, I have um, a feeling. I have a feeling. Firmino doesn't. I, I have a feeling Firmino doesn't play. I, I know Salah plays because he goes through in the first half and should hit it on his right foot and tries yeah. um at the at the Gladys Street end. And I remember Fabino having a chance late on. Again, the weather was brutal. Milner came on and forgot how to play football. But I'm nearly sure Firmino didn't play that game. It might have been in the run up, you know, didn't he have an injury towards the end of that season last season as well, where he was Possibly. in and out because he was there was doubts even up until the European Cup final whether he'd make it and how fit he would be. So yeah. it, I'm near, listen, Chris Brack is saying we're absolutely correct on that front three show, which is amazing. But going back, you know, looking at Adrian and I heard another point on another podcast today that said maybe with Adrian and goal Will the defence be more concentrated because they know they have to protect this guy a little bit more than they have to protect Allison? Is that a fair shout that they, they become a little bit more focused and a little bit more zoned in on what they need to do? I don't know, because I think he did, he did play eight games and win every one. Um, he's a perfectly good goalkeeper. He's just not the best one we've got. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't think it's going to be much of a case. I think they definitely trust him. Um, he's certainly vocal enough. And, 
I, I don't think there's an uh, there's an issue there per se because you know we we were all happy to see Alisson come back when when he came as Old Trafford he came back, but it wasn't really a sort of a noticeable upgrade really. It was just he's just still really good. So I, I don't know about that to be honest. Yeah, no, it's just it's just something I've seen I've written today that maybe it will focus the mind a little bit. But Lovren will definitely start. What way do you go in midfield, Carl? Because. Uh, he dropped Henderson back in there at the weekend, and I'm not a fan of it. Uh, you know, I think Henderson done a fine job for us in that position, but I think he's moved on now. I think he's better a little bit further forward. For me, it should be Wijnaldum. Right, every I, game until we get till we get Fabinho back. I was just on a show about this, and I think he will play Henderson there because I think he just trusts him as a captain, and mm. you know the policeman of the midfield really, and he's the tempo setter, isn't he? So. Um, I think he probably will play him there just because of the seniority thing as much as anything else. Mm. But you know what they're like? I mean, Wijnaldum can do 15 minutes and uh, just move things around again because with this Liverpool side, there there isn't really such a thing as a set formation. I mean, if you look at the forward lads, Sadio Mane plays number nine for for 20 minutes every now and then. And then then Firmino goes into midfield. So I think it'll be quite fluid anyway. But I I, I expect... um, uh, I, I think I expect to see Henderson there. Incidentally, I've just got up the, um, the starting lineup for the 1 0 game, the Origi game, 2nd of December 2018. And the front three are Firmino, Mane, and Salah. Early? Yep. Right, okay. So we midfield, have played. Medfield was Fabino, Wijnaldum, and Shakiri played in the middle three. So Obviously, we didn't, we didn't finish with that. So we have started the front three in a game against this? Yeah. Right, okay. Con to LFCHistory.net. Which are the best? Absolutely, yeah. I've got yeah. to say that because I know one of them. Yeah, no, no, they are they're ridiculously good. Like, if yeah. you need to know anything, if I'm ever doing any questions about Liverpool, uh, that's where I usually go to. Um, yeah. Maverick says it'll be interesting to see when Klopp will decide to change formation for a fixture. Um, will it be at Everton? Um, Kev says it has to be. Uh, sorry, Dylan O'Rourke has a random question. In the spirit of Christmas, is it safe to say the quality streets are bottoms of, of everyone's sweet list and celebrations are up there? But what are the ranked celebrations? Um, are celebrations the one with bounty and stuff in it? I think they are, yeah. I, I think so. Oh, I don't mind Quality Street, do you? Fair, fair enough, yeah, because I never know which one's which. So um, I'm, I'm more than happy to say, OK, I'll just have the purple one. Oh, that's a bit more chewy than I thought it was going to be, but, you know, what is life without mystery, Gav? Yeah, I know, but the thing is, Rose has pulled a stroke a couple of years ago when they made their rappers all different. And I know you get a card in the box that shows you what everything is, but that just gets lost down the side of the sofa. Yeah, you don't know what looks Early on. And you're opening stuff and all of a sudden there's, there's mad stuff going on, you know. As far as I'm concerned, if it's purple, if it has a purple wrapper, it should have a hazelnut in it. That's the way I'm looking yeah, at that, it. That, that, yeah, exactly. It's, it's like when Marcus decided that um, salt and vinegar should be um, green. Yeah, salt and vinegar should that be in a blue packet. You got that wrong. Yeah. Well, I know, yeah, salt and vinegar should be in a blue packet. Yeah. Yeah. So and they changed it. They changed it round. I'm not having that. So D- Dylan O'Rourke has Maltesers teaser, Mars bounty, Milky Way Snickers, Galaxy Galaxy caramel Twix. He's putting Galaxy caramel way down the list there. I think that's controversial. Really? That's, yeah, that is I controversial. Think that, that, that goes that goes a lot quicker than ours. Yeah, I think a lot the quicker. The last ones that are usually left in airhouse would be Twix, would be probably bounty, and Mars. Yeah, definitely. Mars and Maltese are in ours, I'd say. Mm, the Maltese one, they used to do one in there, didn't they? A Galaxy Truffle. And it was yeah. outrageously good. And they thought, no, you're having way too much fun here. So we're just yeah. going to take that out. So, um, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's the riticles of confectionery boxes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, Dylan, I'm hoping uh, we, we answered that to your, uh, 
to your standards, I suppose, but I think your list is a bit off, to be honest with you. Uh, Chris Brack says he stands corrected on the front three. You absolutely do. Um, Carl just went and, and gazumped us all there, so that's fair enough. Kevin Sullivan. I take no credit for that, by the way. I take absolutely no credit. No, but you went and you LSE, found LSE, it. I've seen that at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I was in the ground and I thought, I don't remember Firmino playing. Yeah, I was more thinking of the away <laughs> games and I could, I could definitely remember yeah. Firmino not playing one of them, so. Oh, yeah, that's because we had always had bigger fish to fry midweek. Exactly. Uh, Kev says yeah. playing hand and deep allows Ox to start on the right otherwise he goes on the left you see this is why I go with Aldham right and I know you're saying you think he'll go with Henderson and he more than likely will I just think I think when Aldham protects the ball better for me than Henderson does I think he's his physicality is really good in there he's decent enough in the air and as well as that, it allows Henderson to stay where he is and do the job of looking after Trent and looking after. That's exactly. That's exactly what I just said on the last podcast. Yeah, that's, said, there's, that's there's the only people who don't like Henderson, but but I don't see. I think the people who, who criticise Henderson just don't see that he he lets Trent play. He's got Trent's back all the time, so maybe I, I thought the same thing on Saturday. Actually, I thought you know Trent Trent was obviously got two assists. He was perfect, but. Hmm. I'd, I'd sort of like the fact that Henderson's always like trotting behind him when he goes forward. Yeah. Just and makes you feel a bit more comfortable. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's just one of those things where you can let Salah and Trent do their thing. And as well as that, if it turns out to be a game where Everton sit back and, and sit in and try just literally park many buses, Henderson, Which is what they'll do. Henderson is quite useful in that area, just in the right channel, right-hand side of the channel, where he picks balls up and he just keeps feeding Trent. And he keeps feeding Trent, Trent and Mo. And then, as well as that, he, he has a switch in him where he can get it to Van Dijk or Robertson. And he's yeah. just very good from there. And I just don't like to see... Or I, I'm not mad about the fact that you're, you're going to move Henderson you know, into that position where... He's he's kind of progressed from, so we'll have to wait and see. But I'm sure me and you will pick a team before we get to the end, and and we'll wait. Yeah. Love your propane grill? Well, life just got a little easier with Propane Taxi. Stop lugging that tank. Propane Taxi is a propane grill tank home delivery service that's ridiculously easy and convenient. Just go online, choose a delivery date, and Propane Taxi delivers grill tanks straight to your door. You can exchange any brand of tank, and right now, new customers get their first tank exchanged for ten dollars with promo code tank. Tank 10. That's $10 for your first tank exchange with promo code TANK10. Visit PropaneTaxi.com. No contact, no commitment, no problem. Stand up. Um, let me see. Tra says, you don't look at the map in a tin of chocolates. Uh, no, you guys are living on the edge. Now, we, it's not that you don't look at it. It's just kind of... It either is down the bottom of the box or it just disappears down the side of the sofa. Chris Brack says, the green triangle in Quality Street is class. Yeah, um, it yeah, it was good. Really is. It was good. Um, Dylan O'Rourke has come back and I think he's making excuses. He said, I just typed in celebration contents on Google. There, lads, they're not my favourite order at all. Bounties are, are for, <laughs> bounties are for predators in my eyes. <laughs> this is weird because that, that happens in, um, Gavin and Stacey, didn't it? Where they, where, where, where one of the gifts is in an individual thing and yes. oh, someone's got to have the bounty. I don't mind the bounty at all. No, I tell you, I wouldn't buy a bounty in a shop, but the dark chocolate bounty I would most definitely Yeah, buy. that's, that's, that, now we're talking. That's yeah. the proper stuff, that. If they took the, the blue bounty out and put the red bounty in. Yeah. It's, it's a game changer for me. Yeah. Absolute game changer. Just, um, just talking on, on a change of formation. Do you see us doing anything there? Because you see everything there, they, they've been 4 2 3 1 for the, majority the vast majority of the season he went to what looked like a 5-4-1 at the weekend yeah you know i again on across the park 
across the park podcast. Jeez, that's harder to say than you think. Um, <laughs> well, just for me anyway. But what they were saying there was it was like a 5 4 1, but actually when they had the ball, they were trying to turn her into a 3 4 3. Exactly, know? yeah, that's what they tried to do, yeah. Is it, and I, I'm not, I'm not going to put them up on the same level as this, but is it a preparation where they've looked at what Napoli do against Liverpool and think they're quite good at what they do there? Could we try replicating some way? Because Napoli do like to come out and look like a four four two, and they never are a four four two. No, no, I th- they probably have done that because um, Napoli have done better against us than anyone else has mm. this season. I mean, they could have won twice, um, but <sighs> the difference is Nap- Napoli are just so well drilled. Just it's like, it's like a George Graham side, isn't it? just so well drilled, and no one goes ten yards away from where they should be. They all know where their starting positions are. They don't move, and if they get the goal, they hang on. I can't see Everton doing that. I just don't think they've got the the um, uh, the discipline to do that. Yeah. God, I hope to God I'm right. <laughs> oh, listen, it, do you know what? Isn't isn't it hard to bash them even when they're that bad? Because you're just terrified of what might happen. It really well, last is year it? they were really good at Anfield. They, they were, were very really good. good at Anfield. Yeah. That's the best I've seen them play in years. Yeah, they were Anfield, really good. Definitely. Yeah. Even and um, even the cup and game. Now they're not. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sigerson scored, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, but they weren't uh, great that night, but he scored. But in the in the game last year, they were uh, they were much better, much better. Up, yeah. yeah, they played well, high well, hence, football. Hence the um, hence the blue smoke bomb on the pitch. Oh yeah, just but, as the ball went in here. I seen a video yesterday. You know the the one with the the lad obviously has like the yeah I've seen the, that the, the the selfie stick and he's holding the phone. You know, and he's holding the phone and you hear the you obviously you can nearly see the free kick in your head. Because you can hear, oh, and it goes up in the air and the Everton fan throws the flare and next of all the place goes mad. And the, and, yeah. and the L lab beside him says, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It was unbelievable. Um, can I tell you something really weird that happened before that? As that, yeah. As, uh, as Alison, um, pushed the ball out towards Trent, mm. I had a little thought in my head was, this is going to be someone's derby. And I, I said to myself, this could be the Joe Gomez derby. Right. <laughs> really, honestly, when the ball was in the air, like, you know, just someone unusual. Mm. You know, when you get, you get, every now and then, you get a little thing. I, before the Brighton game, I, as we walked to the ground, I said to my mate, I've got a feeling this is going to be unusual hat-trick day. Right. And I was nearly right on that as well. I mean, I'm never, ever right about anything else, ever. But um, I'll, I'll hold on to these things when they're nearly true. Yeah, I did, when the ball was in the air, I thought maybe this is going to be the Joe Gomez derby or something equally unlikely. And it was so unlikely that I didn't even consider the word divok. No. Ever. I hadn't I, thought about it. And when the ball goes up in, when the ball goes up in the air and then Jordan Pickford decides to grab the ball from going into the cup and throw it back into the six yard box, it was unbelievable. I, st- I still don't know what he's doing. He I does still he still, still doesn't know what he's doing. It's absolutely ridiculous. No. PW says I got given a bag of bean boozled last Christmas. It's a mix of nice and horrible flavour jelly beans. You learn that all chocolates are incredible when you eat a vomit flavoured <laughs> jelly bean. <laughs> Jesus, that's that sounds bad. Um yeah. that sounds bad. Adam Petruccione says if Salah can't get a hat trick against Jerry Mina, then you know there's something wrong with him. Um we should dominate the midfield, says Chris, as they have no Delph or Gomez. Midfield three of David Sigerson Awobi leaves them too open. Davis is so bad at the weekend. And he, he so leaves at fault for giving the ball away when he's at the last yeah. minute of injury time, just just clip it down into the corner, do anything along you want, but it just don't do what you've done. Uh, well, uh, do you know that wasn't that wasn't Napoli. 
No, but you see Nap- that Napoli, the Napoli. We, we, well, I, don't, I wouldn't want to say what would happen to him if, if a Napoli player did that in the last minute of injury time when they're one-one. Yeah, unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, Norchell said he was at that game last season. It was brilliant. The crack after it in the bars was unbelievable. Um, I'd say it was. I'd absolutely say it I was. Lo- I love the fact that people left it nil-nil. Oh yeah, because listen, and <laughs> yeah, do you know what? I, I'd say there was loads of the Kemlin left. I'd say there was people standing, you know, in the in you know at the top of the steps before you go back down under the yeah. stand in the in the in the centenary or the, the, even in the cop main stand, Anfield, and they're probably standing there beside the steward, and Van Dijk takes a swing at that, and they go, ah, oh, fuck, they can walk out. Turn that back, and I'd say there was loads of people that were about seven steps down, and then it just the place erupted, and they went, what has gone on? You know, yeah. there had to be loads of people like that. There had to be. Because you see it in grounds all over the country when there's something last minute. You'll see people hanging around exits. And even in yeah. the, a lot of these stands, obviously, you go down the steps after you go up. So when you see that ball going in the air, next thing you go, oh, that's the end of that. Like, I'm out of here. Get to the gate. And the plays erupt. Unbelievable. Um, JJ yeah. asks, uh, digestives or hobnobs? Digestives or hobnobs? Fr- I don't mind a digestive. I know that's mm. a very, very solid choice, mm. a very Middle England choice, but I don't mind a digestive, actually. But I'm, I'm hobnob, not... a hob... to, to, to quote with another night, a, a, a hobnob does have some character to it. Yeah, I, I think I go with digestives. And I know, and I don't. Yeah, and it's, sol- it's solid, isn't it? You know what you're getting. It's solid, and listen, if you manage to swing a digestive with a little bit of chocolate on it, um, like, oh, yeah, exactly. chocolate That's digestive, you're flying. Yeah. The hobnob, the hobnob's a great biscuit, but I, I think I'd still go for, um, I think, still think I'd go for digestives. Chris Brack says, it's a bit but, flaky in it, the hobnob. It's a little bit flaky. Yeah, and it's, it can be excruciating trying to get it back out of your teeth, to be yeah, honest with you. That's the thing. Where the digestive just goes in and, and pisses off, basically, yeah. when you want yeah. it to. Um, both are fullbacks were too easy to get behind, says Chris Brack. Uh, Deeps says, has Mo's ankle recovered? Seems to be struggling, lacking sharpness. D- d- does this come across with Salah? Because if Salah hadn't have played against Brighton, I would have said they're resting for Everton. But there's no way he plays Brighton and doesn't play Everton, is there? He wasn't happy when he went off on Saturday. Mm. He had a little bit of a titty lip about him. Yeah. Um, I, which I think was about, and my mate was said, he, he think it was that an attitude thing, and I, said, I, I think it's a frustration. Mm. Um, because he didn't have a brilliant game. I, I think he plays in the derby. I think there's no way they're gonna, if they, if they rest him, they're resting for Bournemouth. Yeah. I like, can't, I, I can't, I can't see him missing the derby because it's his favourite game, isn't it? I'm, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if it's this sort of injury because I have heard that, uh, I've, I've read somewhere that does that, they're actually having to drain his ankle of some sort of fluid after most games. I'm wondering is it one of these that, it, it, it's, it's workable as he's playing, you know, that kind of way. Yeah. And it'll just, it'll get better as it goes along. But I remember Gerard said a while ago, she said that every single player you see on a pitch is injured to some degree. Mm. Yeah. They've all got aches and pains. It's just how, you know, I mean, Robertson's been injured for, for a year now, so, you know, but we just can't drop him. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think he, I think he starts. I can't see him. There's no way he's going to say, "Let's let, let, okay, we're going to play him for Brighton, but you know we're not putting you in for the derby." You see it the other way around, don't you? Yeah, it's um, it's 
Oh, I can't see it. If, if he'd arrested on Brighton, I would have thought, yeah, great. You know, or I would have thought he was more of a deal for tomorrow if he was arrested for Brighton and thought, mm, yeah, it's only three days later, you know, three, four days later, where I'm playing yeah. against Brighton. He comes off. I think it is a bit of frustration. You know, he's probably not at a hundred. Like, like you said, mo- most players on pitches are probably playing at 90 to 95 percent. They're never at a hundred yeah. where he's probably at 80 to 85 percent at the moment. But yeah. hopefully it's a walkable injury where he builds up that stamina again. He builds up that sharpness. And it's not something that he's afraid is going to, you know, go at any second. It's just something that you have to walk for. Adam Petrucci yeah, says, so. Grace says we're in for Timo Werner. Should I order my kit now? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, will we buy in January? Ask not red. Uh, I, if we were just put a figure on it, yeah, I think we'll sign one in January. What do you reckon, Carl? I think we'll buy someone who is just outside the squad who might come and help out later in the month late later in the season. Okay. I don't think we'll I don't think we'll buy a starter. Okay. Although if Lewandowski wants to come over, then I'm, I'm more than happy with him. Mm. Jaden Sancho's getting a lot of press at the moment. Loads, yeah. yeah. Loads. What do you make of him? Um I mean he's he's, he's he's quality, of course he is. Um it's one of those things that who do you drop? That's well, always my worry about these things. Uh, that does be my worry as well. But having said that, the only argument you get thrown at Liverpool is, right, when it comes up with Man City and stuff is, oh, they only have the front three, look at City squad, City this, City that, right? So you have to sometimes go, all right, we're going to have to spend 70, 80 million here or whatever it is. Yeah. And you're going to have to say to the four lads there, plus Divock Origi and Brewster if he's not loaned out, listen, this is, we are the biggest squad or we are the biggest team in Europe at the moment we're the best team in the world so yeah. if you want to get into this I have three spots and there's five slash sixties go and make that spot your own you know yeah you're going to play yeah, exactly and listen I'm not saying for one second you know oh is that the end of Mane or Salah or, or Firmino them three have the spots it's up to you to get it off them you know but having said that if, if Salah has that sort of injury I'd be way more confident if we had not saying Jaden Sancho because I think he's a bit overrated. I'm going to put it out there. But if you had somebody like, say, for instance, like you said there, Lewandowski, and, you know, who came in, we spent big money and went, we're bringing him in because we feel he can do A, B and C for us. And Firmino's going to drop left, our man is going to drop right. That's what it's all about. You have to have it. You know, it's... Yeah, there's a similar thing at City last year when Sterling was injured, everyone was going berserk. And, and I said on Twitter... They're going to have to make it with poor little Riyad Mahrez now for 65 million quid on the side. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. That, that, there's, I mean, Sterling's a better player than Mahrez, but there's not a great deal in it. You know, he's still a world-class footballer. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, I always go back to the time at the, when May, when you'd always see Ben Woodburn trot out to warm up in the subs and think, he's, he's getting on today, isn't he? Because he's literally got nowhere else to play. Yeah. That, that's it. Like that, that's the thing, and you don't actually hear, now look, money is a massive factor, but you don't hear the likes of Riyad Mahrez, you know, or, you know, pick another player at City that doesn't get a hell of a, Gabriel Jesus, or, you know, you don't hear these players give out because they're not getting games from them, because they're looking going, yeah. I'm earning a hell of a lot of money, I'm in a team that's going to compete for trophies season on season on season, you know, and it, like, just, I'll put it to you this I'll get way. one game in three. Yeah. One game in three, I'll get. Like, let's be honest, if Riyad Mahrez went to, probably 18, uh, 18 of the 19 other Premier League teams, Bars, you know, if he left City, he'd play every week. You know, if he went away to Germany, if he went to Italy, Spain, he'd probably play in 17, 18 of the teams in all of them leagues. Yeah. You know that kind of yeah. way? So he's probably looking at it going, yeah, I could go and play a lot of football, 
but I won't earn as much and I won't win as much. You know, and at the end yeah. of the day, you can have as much money as you want, but you want to put the medals on the table, don't you? Exactly, yeah. You know, exactly. So, you, um, you want a legacy. Yeah, absolutely. Kev says the fee for topped is quoting for Jaden Sancho is ridiculous. 130 million pounds, 27 million gets your Werner. Chris Brack says Mbappe, January 2020, early loan from Nike. <laughs> 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 oh, don't go there, don't can go there. Can you imagine if they loans him? Can you imagine? I think, yeah. I think Paris would riot again. Yeah, yeah. They loaned out Kylian Mbappe <laughs> for nothing. Dylan, Dylan O'Rourke says Arda Turan 2020. I like that. I like that. Arda Um, where was the other one? I always forget his name. The, the Portuguese, Samel, Samel 2020. Uh, we are yeah, exactly, yeah. every year for about eight years. It was brilliant. Yeah. Maverick says, if we buy in January, it'll be a squad filler. I would take Jaden Sancho and rotate him through the front three, give each one a game in rotation to fit in Sancho. Yeah. But that's what you want. That's absolutely what that you want. Sense. And if, if, sense, yeah. if Sancho comes in and goes on a run, you know, it's his short. You know, and, and he, he's flying and you say to, if it's a salad, listen, you're not a hundred percent. So I'm going to let him run at this. And when, we get in February, March, you come back in and you're flying. That's what it's all about. Quality, quality, I think, I think quality. it's more of a case of, Salah, you're, you're playing in, in Munich on Wednesday night in the quarterfinal. Um, the other lad's getting the 12.30 kick-off against Bournemouth at home or something. Yeah. On Saturday. Yeah, yeah. That's how you manage your squad. Yeah. But Ferguson's done it for years. Ferguson used to tell lads six months in advance who they were playing, who yeah. they going to play against. He used to say to yeah. gigs, listen, you're getting on a bit. You're not going to play here, 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 but see October, you're playing all the games. You know, yeah. and, and stuff like that, you know. Um, what odds on Grizz to be very emotional after the game? Very, 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 very uh, odds on. Odds on Grizz's head has completely <laughs> fallen off with regards to this Lee Chase. It really is. He's making he's making alternate, um, I, I suppose, we're, we're organising to go to Liverpool on the last day of the season. And he is making two or three different plans depending on the outcome of the league. So, there you go. Uh, people are just throwing 2020 shouts in now. Uh, Christian Tello, 2020. Uh, someone has Stephen Colker. One day. One day, my friend. <laughs> Stephen Colker, 2020. Uh, let me see. The glorious re-signing of... Uh, let me see. Be like, be, be like Fowler when, when Fowler returned. Yeah, absolutely. Get a, a mosaic up for Stephen yeah, Colker. Like a phoenix. Uh, yeah. Let me see. Can't wait for Abola to link us with a 60 million striker with nine goals, four assists. Yeah, there's going to be so many links now when this night deal comes in. It's going to be unreal. But look, yeah. get, getting back to the game, we'd have to do lineup predictions and, and score predictions. So I'll let you go first with your lineup, Kerr. So back four is the back four, isn't it? I can't see that changing. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to play Henderson in the six with Wijnaldum and Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's, I think it's going to be the same team as Saturday. Do you? Would I, would I bring anyone else in? He's not going to play Lallana. Um, Milner, no. He might go Milner just because it's them. Yeah. He might go Milner ahead of Chamberlain and keep it tight. It all, Possibly. It, he, he's going to have to try preempt what way they're going to come out and play. Because if they try to come out and play, Milner is probably the better option. If they sit in, yeah. Chamberlain's probably a better option. You yeah. Know? Uh, because... Like, as I said, Henderson's really good down that right-hand side. Wijnaldum, I'm sure, can do it. No problem. Um, but he usually plays off the left. So, Chamberlain have to go in there and try to do a job of Henderson. If it's, so a, if it's a game that, where Everton try play. About, yeah, exactly. The reason I'm iffy about, about Milner is um, he does like to bring him on for the last 10 minutes of the late games when we're winning. Mm. Just to hold everything up for a bit rather than start him. Yeah, he's usually our four sub, regardless of what way the game's going. Yeah. To protect yeah. or just literally go in and say, right, we're literally letting Trent Alexander Arnold play right wing now, and I'll just yeah. stand around here covering stuff. Yeah. You know, so. Um, but you're, you, you're gonna settle on the, the same team as Saturday? I think so, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, I can't. Well, Bar Allison, Allison, obviously, Adrian has to come in for Allison. Oh, I'll put him in. Sorry, we'll take the fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? Um, what do you mean he was sent off and just try convince them? And then, <laughs> and then the FA will go. Sorry, Aaron. It's yellow, isn't it? And then everything heads will fall off everywhere. It'd be unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Adrian and goal. Trent, Lovren, Van Dijk, Robertson. Yeah. Are we? Go- if we're going with what I think he'll go with, rather than what I would go with, I think he'll go with Henderson. I think he goes Henderson when Alden Milner. Just to see what way this game pans out, and then he can make changes if need, if needs be. A, are we winning? B, what way are they approaching it? I can't see them coming out and trying to play as I think they get murdered. Um, and yeah, I think the front three will be the front three. On the Everton side of things, is there anything you're worried about? This new lineup, this new system they're trying to play, is there anything where you think, oh, yeah, that could cause us an issue or two? Yeah, I think I've lost Carl. But look, we leave it there. Um, I'm going to give a prediction for tomorrow night of 2-1 to Liverpool because that's our favourite score. And yeah, we go, we go from there and we see how we get on. Um, that's been the Fatback for Daily for your Tuesday night. Thanks for joining us. It's been really good. I think the connection has gone to Carl. So I'd like to thank him for joining us too. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday night. Enjoy the match tomorrow. Talk to you then. Over and out. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies. Making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel. But now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies. Making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. (laughs) COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel. But now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Sports Social Podcast Network.